If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Ladies, gentlemen, everyone else in between, this is Larry Charles, one half of the Game Dev Unchained podcast team coming at you live from wherever you're hearing us in the galaxy, in the world, or on the globe, wherever you happen to be while you're listening to me. Thank you very much. This is the number one podcast for video game development, news, and the lifestyle of those game developers. And this is a team. We wear jerseys here. Mine is black. The other guy's jersey is yellow, <laughs> but he's a swell fellow, Mr. Brandon Pham. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Game Dev Unchained. Yeah. We are about one week away from GDC, and oh we God. have this episode dedicated to what our GDC plans are. What is GDU's presence at this year's GDC. So for all those listeners, all those fans last minute last year that got that last minute tweet, that little message <laughs> in Discord all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us at a burger yeah. joint. Uh, randomly. Randomly. Sorry, Larry. Keep this going. <laughs> I actually have Chipotle it's, delivered. I think he's calling oh, me. It's all right. Well, so, still recording. Yeah, no, it's cool. I'll jump in. So, hey, guys. Last year, I, I'll take over. Thank you, everyone, who came to the burger meetup that we had. It was completely random. We just sent out a tweet, and we are like, hey, Brandon and I are going to be here for one hour. Come through, have burgers with us, hang out. And it was great. We had a wonderful snapshot of, I think it was like maybe 17 people in total who were all there. We spent way more than an hour hanging out and getting to meet all these cool people. But if it wasn't for that event, we wouldn't have some really cool news to tell you this year what we're doing at GDC. It sounds like Brandon's getting back. I think Brandon's got his headphones back on now. So I'm not going to spill the news because I want to make sure that he gets to share with me when I say the exciting things. But Brandon, I just told you, <laughs> I just told the audience, thank you for coming to the burger meetup. And that that was going to lead towards some really cool news that we're going to share on this week's episode. Yes, so one of our desires and big goals uh, ever since we created this podcast like three years ago was to be able to have a gathering of all our listeners and and uh, past guests together and mingle and then really maximize that opportunity to network but also f- make it more and more frequent as the years goes by. So, with Larry here with me, we are happy to announce an official GDU mixer So at GDC. So, this isn't like us in the back of an alley. This isn't <laughs> us bombarding like a poor little restaurant and taking over like five tables. This is an official sponsored event by Quixel, our dear friends at Quixel. Uh, where they too will be having a presence at the mixer. Of course, they're paying for the whole thing. <laughs> but <laughs> us, us uh, kind of like pitching this idea to them, and thankfully they, they really liked it. And uh, it's live, so it's been a week if you are listening to this episode. If you follow us on social 
uh, media like Facebook and Twitter, follow us on Discord. You would have gotten the news already for the listeners out there that are just downloading us every week. Well, here it is. Uh, So if you're going to the GDC, you want to meet up with Larry and I. In addition, uh, talking to uh, our third unofficial podcaster, Ray will be there. You know, Ray's making an entrance. Exactly. Meeting all our friends uh, from Quixel uh, and a lot of past guests. So we're going to do our best to label these guys so you know as you're walking around what episode they are. <laughs> like your prison inmate. We'll just have a number like a stamp on their t-shirt. But uh, it's going to be a fun event. Obviously, GDC, a lot of it is about learning uh you know the latest and greatest tools but networking is a big part of that and meeting old friends so uh, a mixture is a great opportunity to do all that in one night yeah so wednesday at 9 p.m at spirit house is the official place again all this is going to be in a blog post all this is going to be in the email if you follow us on social media we're going to make sure you know but as you're listening, Spirit House is in downtown San Francisco. Just type it in Google. It'll be 9 p.m. Wednesday. So a lot of things are happening that night. A lot of people are going to be party hopping. It's the first official day of GDC for the general public. And so there's a lot of people going to be having a lot of fun. So uh, the funny thing is, as we're talking about this, we, we record these usually a week before. The day after we posted on our social media, it all filled out. <laughs> it's all filled up. It's all sold out. So if you're going over there and you're like, what the F, guys? That's how popular you are. Well, that's why you need to follow us on other networks. Right? These episodes yeah. are weekly. But uh, we are going to send uh, special instructions to make sure our listeners and our special uh, past guests get RSVP in. So more on that. Make sure you sign up to our newsletter to get that info. Otherwise, uh, yeah, it is pretty sold out. You can try. You can still try to line up because I know certain times they do let people in even without a pass. Uh, You know, the last wee two hours or one hour uh, to midnight type of thing. Um, So, uh, but... You're a listener, so you you have a special knighthood from us. Uh, Just follow us. Uh, go to gamedevunchain.com, sign up to the mailing list. All these special instructions that we're working out with our sponsors right now. That's why we're sounding kind of vague. We are finding, figuring out the details right now <laughs> to how to go about that. So, By the time you hear this episode, those details will likely be figured yes. out. So have some faith and confidence in our delivery. Right. Uh, again, with it being sold out, just know that... Like Brandon said, there might be a line kind of set up, which is what we want to do to try to have some overflow. Uh, we promise it's not going to be like a club where they only pick like, oh, you in the tight dress and you like we're not. That's not how it's going to go down. We'd love to hang out with everybody who comes. Uh, longtime fans, new fans. It doesn't matter if you want to show love, come through. Exactly. So, uh, <laughs> well, let's give a little background of this. All right. So this is an idea that we gave. This was actually kind of talked about last year. It's like, be nice, yeah. right? And it wasn't really a, a push uh, until recent weeks, I would say, where Larry actually made a visit. He's been calling different places uh, to kind of find a venue. And that process alone was kind of 
new to us. I never booked anything at a place. Yeah. Never dared to even pay anything to book a place. I don't even go to Chuck E. Cheese for my kid's birthday, right? So, <laughs> And just to prevent me from having to sleep on the couch when this podcast goes public, <laughs> a lot of that credit goes to my girlfriend, Jenny, yeah. who definitely came in and helped me kind of organize and coordinate while I was work or busy with work. So right. Jenny definitely, she gets my MVP trophy. Right. Shout out to Jenny. So this party is not just a space that we're just standing around. There's food. There's open bar. Yeah entertainment it's gonna be responsible awesome. open bar responsible <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah so that that yeah. is uh that is something we're looking forward to we're looking forward to listeners uh yeah. meeting you guys and you know honestly really meeting a lot of our past guests as well you know we would talk to the uh to them verbally and visually usually when we record these episodes but never in person. There's very few times that we actually meet these guys in person. So it'd be nice to actually uh, shake hands and trade more stories and strengthen that friendship. Um, besides that, this is also the first year that Larry and I are official press. Yeah. Meaning we actually that's a big one. <laughs> that's a big one. So we have press yeah. badges, dude. Yeah. So these are. Uh, top tier media badges all right so just go over to gdc over there gamedeveloperconference.com whatever the website is all right when you go the pricing structure right go all the way yeah go all the way to the far right where it's it goes in the thousands that's the pass we got right for being media so there's well, yeah so Let's let's jump in with a thank you to everybody. Yeah, who that's made a that huge possible. thank you to all the <laughs> yeah, listeners out yeah, there, seriously. because it is reliant on our base yeah. being big enough for us to be even considered be considered as media. Yeah. So thank you. We're at that point that we're officially media. Yeah, it means a lot. So we tr- we tried this once before. <laughs> yeah, didn't work before. <laughs> didn't work before. This is this is the first time where this someone was like, person. okay. You've got engagement, you know, you've got views, you've got a lot of products. So thank you also to all the guests. Freaking shit, man. We wouldn't have this many episodes without the guests. Exactly. But yeah, man, uh, we are media this year. We're press. So we can go and look at behind the scenes stuff and report on it if there is no embargo or if there is an embargo, whatever, whatever. But yeah, it's new for us. We're growing, guys. So look forward to all the new types of content that comes out of this. Yeah, a lot of our time preparing for gdc has been booking these type of appointments because uh gdc is all that week not just wednesday onwards monday and tuesday is specifically reserved for press so that they come on the show floor early and meet with these developers behind the scenes to write about it podcast about it talk about it share it with their audiences and so those two days are for larry and i to prance around and uh, film. So we, this marks a huge chapter, a huge new chapter for both of us and for the game developer, uh, Game Dev Unchained audience out there. So this is the first time we're going to come with a camera, right? Larry has like a sleek 4K camera with these mic booms ready to go. So we're going to go out there and actually film these experiences so that when we do come back, we edit it down and upload it to our YouTube channel, right? For the first time ever. So we're really excited to actually do some reporting for a change. Yeah. 
in uh, not just audio form. So uh, we'll figure out. We'll probably cut that up into snippets so that it'd be a nice, like, fat. A little strip of con- uh, drips of content. For, for audio listeners out there who are too. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that are too. Uh, <laughs> too concerned about seeing our faces <laughs> so there'll be a dedicated gdc probably the week after uh of edited snippets of kind of like our experiences there yeah. interviews you know games to look forward to and everything but the cool thing is in addition to all this we're going to do you know live footage behind the scenes stuff as we're there so that if you won't can't go to gdc this year too expensive can't uh buy the plane ticket we're gonna do live patreon uh taping to kind of talk about what's going on to help with the live coverage of everything so patreon supporters out there this is an actual reward (laughs) to do it because uh you know this is our first time doing it we're gonna definitely edit down so you're gonna see a lot of behind the scenes stuff that you probably won't see in the final cut because for uh length purposes um, it seems like the cleanest way to go. So that kind of leads into uh, a lot of other news, unless, uh, Larry, you have something to add before we move on. No, I just, uh, you know, me, I like to shine everything off with a little bit of sweet and sun at the end. So, again, thanks, everybody. Hope to see you there. Definitely look forward to taking more pictures and, you know, connecting with more people than last year. Last year was fun. This year is going to be excellent. Right. So a lot of things that we've been doing kind of to make precision strikes, right? To make sure that we're operating at our full optimist uh, prime (laughs) style (laughs) on how we do podcasts (laughs) and all this stuff. So, you know, our dream is very simple to be able to sit next to each other live, not just through the interwebs and conduct an interview. Uh, if the guest can't be there, at least Larry and I are will be. And that camaraderie of just being there live together is, I think, just elevates the podcast alone in audio and video form. So that's one of our main immediate goals. Uh, so what, there are certain steps that we are already taking. So if you guys are following us on social media, you're uh, Facebook and Twitter in particular, you're starting to see kind of like our handle being switched out right so by this point if you haven't checked it out everything has been swapped to indicate kind of like our parent company that we have formed called blue champs yeah bluechamps.com so larry kind of break it down what does blue champs mean sure so brandon and i are like a package deal team since college and we work on a lot of different projects together and so we were seeing us like start these entities in different areas. Like we have the podcast for Game Doesn't Chain. We started Game School Online together way back in the day. And we're talking about the stuff that we're doing on YouTube with Games Unchained. Each one of these is its own identity. Like it's its own entity. Excuse me. But it's like the same formula. It's supposed to be another platform where Brandon and I can kind of create content for consumers or to create content for followers or supporters or fans. Um so Blue Champs is basically the umbrella company that will house or cross promote all of those things. So if someone finds us through the school, 
they're like, oh, snap, these guys have a podcast, too. Or someone who finds the podcast might be like, oh, dang, let me go check out this school or vice versa. Like, hey, they also offer commentary on the games industry just in general and games from the consumer side. Let me go check out that YouTube content. So it's the one stop shop to kind of filter or help you easier filter where you want to go for what type of experience that we've created. And we're hoping that this will be the ticket to uh, fully unchained life. Yes. Uh, So that's why we're working hard on it every day. Yes. So the last few years is all something as simple as this actually helps because it feels with these separate entities and, you know, Game School Online is very different from Game Dev Unchained. It is still dealing with game developers or game developer hopefuls, but its audience uh, expects a different type of um type of serving right so it is uh our utmost to kind of respect that and not kind of just jam you things with uh that don't really relate or got you into it in the first place so blue champs is kind of like that like if we talk about game of unchained you know it's a subsidiary of blue champs it's to kind of remind people if they are curious that they can go to bluechamps.com and kind of see what else we're up to right the game that we're working on is eventually going to be thrown up there so blue champs is kind of like hey if you're a fan of brandon and larry blue b-l-u champs.com right brandon and larry unchained champs Right, the mystery is solved. That's what it stands for. Now it makes sense. (laughs) So blu.champs.com is a site that you guys can always check out to see, like, what are these two up to? Because uh, we're at this point, Larry, that it's nice that uh, in either arena, you know, either through our Discord or uh, just our social media, where Game Dev Unchained listeners. Mm-hmm. would just talk for a while and they're like oh shit you guys do games go online too and vice versa right is games go online yeah. it's like what you guys have a podcast so <laughs> it was never our intention to make it so um obvious or at least passive right but it's at that point now that if we really want to make precision strikes it's it makes sense to make sure that hey no matter where you're finding us Mm-hmm. here's this other stuff that we're doing if you're interested if you're a fan of whatever we're doing right because in the end it's all about making it easier for the game developers out there to become successful that's our main tagline for everything that we're doing just making that games unchained kind of just brings in that whole you know because everyone is technically a gamer that's a whole different side and that's why we're we're, we're trying to make sure that we're catered to that side as well not yeah. just game developers so bluechamps.com against bluchamps.com will house a lot of these ideas and ventures that we we have done already right and more to come so that kind of covers that so uh another thing that we are excited to talk about um so we mentioned about patreon and before it's just been like hey if you're you like what we're doing a dollar goes a long way type of attitude. And so uh, what you should see now that you check our Patreon, we are making sure that um, all this behind the scenes stuff, starting with GDC, 
next week. You're going to see a lot of video footage, behind the scene footage. We're going to have a lot of content that filters through Patreon, not just because we have a pay gate or anything, but because it is a little extra something, a little extra effort outside of just recording the podcast every week um, and giving early access and whatever. Uh, We do like having like this uh, immediate group that we uh, can share before the public release to kind of get feedback to see if this is direction that, you know, our closest fans uh, would appreciate or not. So things that you would expect when it comes to Patreon tiers, you know, we have multiple contributions. Uh, again, I won't talk your ear off. I won't spend like the next 20 minutes kind of breaking it down for you guys. If you guys are curious, if you want to really help us out, um, go over to our patreon.com forward slash game dev unchained and see if any of those tiers interest you in any way. And so the only reason why I'm bringing this up at this point, right, because we've always been kind of very secretive about that. Even people who have browsed through our game dev unchained.com site, uh, have always <laughs> sent me a message like, man, where do I actually click through to become a patron? It's like, well, you guys don't list it anywhere. It was actually on purpose. You know, we felt like if you really wanted to contribute, you'll find it eventually, right? Through a few yeah. clicks. We never want to be in your face about it. Please, please, please. But that please, actually, please, go ahead. I do want to jump in really quick. And we were kind of challenged before. It was a couple of people, oh, they're in it for the money. And I remember being like, well, you know, we reduced everything down to a dollar tier. This was at the time because it's like we do want to fundraise, but we understand who we're asking for money from. And it's not about gouging. Like we see what happens when you try to nickel and dime. <laughs> like yeah. the industry is like suffering right now because yeah. of like terrible business practices. Yeah. So, yes, we are fundraising. But for the people who feel like it adds value to their experience in Game Dev Unchained, there is extra content for you. If that's not something that you're interested in, you know, no worries. Uh, we still appreciate your listening and support, even without any sort of financial contribution. Of course. So this episode is dedicated to our GDC plan, but also like what post GDC for our podcast and Brandon and Larry looks like, right? To kind of give you guys an inside look of what we're planning to expand on. So this this is relative, I promise you. So let's just get right into it. So starting the podcast was an idea that we started uh, years ago, first out of frustration, but also a way to seek answers for ourselves and fellow game developers out there, uh, 10 year plus, eight year plus veterans um, that are uh, continuously being led to a corner, right? I, I, I The People that you meet as you are going through the industry are very similar in their fates where they feel like, hey, I'm at a point where I'm at the best in terms of knowledge. Uh, obviously, my Sally speaks for it, but it's now starting to work against me because now I'm being too expensive and the, the uh, coveted lead role, there's only a few and you wind that down to uh, lead roles at really great companies, there's even fewer than that. So what we're finding is like a lot of veterans who really want to move up and uh, rightfully so are being trapped in a corner, basically, um, with no answers because we're still a pretty young industry and 
So there's not a lot of senior citizens around to kind of give us wisdom about where do we go from here, right? So the podcast was a way to kind of gouge that uh, out and share the knowledge about, well, you know, it's not about just moving up the ladder in AAA. There's there's more like a lateral spectrum of where you can go using the skill set that you have learned over the years. So we like we talked to indie developers, uh, the good and bad side of that. It's not all rainbow and roses, just like everything else. But also, you know, uh, outsourcing companies, uh, making a business for yourself, using your skill to go to tech companies. Uh, a lot of things have changed over the years. So it was more for Larry and I to kind of do homework on to kind of like uh, pave a road for everybody, but also for ourselves. And so I would like to hand over the mic to Larry as uh, our first out of the two official unchainer. Brandon, guess how long it took me to make this? I can't imagine. Must be a year, two months at least. (laughs) Uh, About 48 minutes. 48 minutes. What? It's pretty, pretty good for a designer, I must say. It's amazing, dude. This is your best work. How did you Shit. achieve this? <laughs> well, actually, I owe it all to Quixel. Definitely, Quixel, thank you for letting me have access to Mega Scans and also the huge library of options that I can use in Mixer to create my own textures and materials, too. It has been, bar none, the best lifesaver for me, just kind of propping up my environments and doing quick designs and trying to get like a final feel, though. Like instead of just gray boxing, I call it now prop boxing, (laughs) where I'm taking their assets and just doing like a base layout pass and getting a better feel or a representation of my space in a very short period of time. I love it. But from an artist's perspective, you probably have better things to say. Well, I mean, we're at a time where everybody wants things faster, more open world, everything more and more and more with a, a smaller team, right? To, the only way to achieve that if you're making a realistic game is to use Quixel uh, Mega Scans. So go to Quixel.com, enter our special code GDU10. It's going to give you your first year 10% off, right? It's a discount on a discount. It's a major deal. They really uh, pulled one for us uh to get this deal to you guys so again gdu10 on our checkout code will give you the first year 10 percent off go to quicksil.com <laughs> yeah so just to kind of fill everybody in wondering about what i'm doing these days is i've uh left the post at unbroken studios as a full-time lead designer and i'm currently like a on hiatus lead designer uh basically i worked it out with my boss i took all my vacation days in a row first and then unpaid um they're working on some stuff but i'm working on some stuff and so i went to my boss like hey man i'm really excited about building my own game development company i'm working on this prototype this is the thing that i've been working on for the past year and I was shocked that I wasn't immediately fired, right? Like, you're doing what? You know, get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, my boss actually, like, like met me with, like, okay, it's going to be challenging. You know, you got to look out for this, look out for that. But he's probably been one of the biggest, like, suggestion resources since I decided to go full indie. But also, he's been trying to help me find a way to, like, keep my foot in the company just enough to like, like in the event that they need to ramp back up, uh, I can go over there and like help finish up or work on a game. But until that point, I'm 
full-time focused on an independent game venture that Brandon and I and a couple of other people you might recognize from earlier podcasts are helping us with. So it's been a full month now. Um, I will say you learn quickly how much more discipline you need <laughs> in order to be a full indie. Cause I'm working from home. Like I do have a computer set up, but I also have like, just to the right is the refrigerator or just to the left. I can do laundry or my bedroom or go check the mail. And anytime a little distraction for home, Larry, that pops up, it can interrupt your work because you are working from home. And so Mm -hmm. that was a new experience, like putting in like a real eight hours Mm -hmm. at your house. You know what I mean? As if you would where other people are watching you or there's at least some sort of accountability at work. So that was like the first big hump where I was like, Oh shit, man, if I screw around, it's going to be longer until I see money. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I better get my shit together. So, so it's a, it's been, it's been a overall, a good experience. Is it pretty much how you been, felt? No, it's been positive. I will say this. Yeah. If you think this is one thing I can say, if you think you're facing industry burnout, if you think like, Oh my God, I just can't be creative anymore. Or I've busted my ass on a video game and I'm just super tired. The stress, the commute, I'm not going to lie. I had 30 days off in a row. Life changing, Mm -hmm. like waking up, giving myself my own mental vacation. I didn't even have to go anywhere. I just had to I had significantly less responsibilities for 30 days. If anybody can put themselves in a position where they know they're like thinking about quitting the game industry forever altogether, take your vacation time. Give yourself like a, a mental break vacation and see how you feel. Cause I'm telling you, I had new skin, right? Like I, Dude, I, I felt so good. Listeners out there, you are missing this. If you're not watching our episodes, but, uh, because you were, you were legitimately scared right before you made the jump, right? Just like anybody well, would sure, imagine. Like, So you're going from paycheck like job and at least more sustainability and security in that path than no paycheck. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. No guarantee that someone was going to fund the game. Don't know how long until someone funds the game. So how long does my savings need to last until something happens? Man, it's paralyzing, to be honest, to like, oh, man, the longer I stay, the more paychecks I get. So like delaying the decision another two weeks never felt like a bad idea. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's it, it was tough to look everything in the face and say, do it or not do it. You know, so yeah. I definitely had a lot of help to be where I am right now. Definitely my mother as well. She was probably the biggest contributor to letting me make this happen. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll tell you what, anybody who believed in me to get to where I am right now, just thank you so much. And this is for real because I won't eat if I don't have income coming from these independent ventures. So I'm going to be busting my ass because I eat a lot. (laughs) So all this, again, listeners out there, although I officially knighted Larry as Unchained, but this is like the first step of many steps. This is, you know, it is a tough road ahead to to maintain sustainability. You got to figure this shit out. So thankfully, we had three years of not just the podcast, but all these other ventures have been practicing. And so this kind of leads to this point where like, you know, you just got to, if you believe in enough, and if you are especially looking for investors, I think this is an unavoidable step for anybody to go at it and uh, feel that fire underneath your feet for a little, because, uh, you know, I'm in a situation and this comes to my announcement. Right? Obviously, I'm not unchained yet, but um, 
you know, I, I, I'm a little bit more, it's a, I, I represent the family man out there. I have to get two kids. I got a wife, got to make sure everything's set. I got a mortgage, all that stuff. But with that, just seeing Larry, just seeing kind of like at a point where, you know, everything has been great. It just, you know, when you're doing full time and you're doing this part time stuff on the side hustles, you're, you're talking about three hour of uh, real work, right? Without the fluff, without the distraction, without the commute, without settling in, without like, uh, uh, like really focusing maybe two to three solid hours every night that you can put into your side hustle. And so I looked at my situations like, well, I'm always about building that safety net a year, two year, ideally of money, just ready to, to be taken advantage of before I quit. Right. And to realistically look at that, it's going to take maybe six to nine months to another year from this point to maybe have that. But even then, it's still a risk. And so it wasn't I was just telling Larry uh, a couple of days ago <laughs> uh, that uh, it wasn't until over the weekend I was watching Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. How do you know when you're ready? Uh, yeah. And Peter Parker looked at Miles Morales and said, you don't get some it's just a leap of faith right and it really is i i think no matter how much money i have saved up i'm always going to be apprehensive just being the family man just always being um just no needing to know the pay, next paycheck is always there to, for me but a lot of it has uh, been doing this podcast and listening to people out there especially in the last few months that even a, a stability of a job is just like a mirage right Mm -hmm. you really don't know when your next paycheck is going to end and uh yes you can rationalize and say hey usually when you're locked into a project and you know when it ships you're you're pretty locked in but you know things happen and i've been on projects that that cut short early people got moved around because it's not um, faring well in the green light uh, milestones there's a lot of variables that can happen outside of your control even if you do your best so I was at a point where uh, a couple of days ago where I'm looking it's like you know everything that we've ventured and tried to find an audience has found an audience it has some type of a spark going and we're really at a point where we just got to fan the flames by putting more hours into it and if I keep at this, you know, I'm no matter how efficient I am, I have two, three hours max, no matter how much. This is where you know when time is really finite, when you're trying to juggle side hustle with your full-time job. It's always going to be finite. So I was like, well, we're at a point. If you really feel like what you're doing on the side is can get some traction, that's the word that I was searching for, traction, or it has mm-hmm. traction, you just got to pull the trigger, man. You got to, you got to, take that leap of faith so it took a lot of convincing and talking right hopefully my boss isn't listening to this (laughs) i feel like i'm two three months away from taking that leap of faith so the patreon push and the dedication that we're putting 
at GDC, post-GDC. A lot of it is experimentation, but uh, to deliver to our listeners that really want to support us. This is, I would, I don't want to come off as begging. But we appreciate your listening. Everything you guys have done have reached, we got a party yeah, from you a guys, a real party, a real party, a year a after. Wait, bombarding free food, real free food, and it's a legit party, <laughs> and that's because of you guys. Um, and I didn't think it would come this soon, to be honest. Like as we were sitting there eating burgers, <laughs> getting looks with twenty people at a table, right? Uh, I didn't think a year later that we would have a mixer. No way. Didn't even cross my mind. Didn't even think it was possible. Well, here we are. Right, it just because we spent the last year till now putting more time into the podcast. Mm-hmm. I can say that with confidence. Uh, getting quality guests, quality listeners, um, just making everything great. Uh, starting the blog, the website looks clean. All that contributed to to this moment where we're going to be in a mixer with everybody. Right. So, if we got that to that point, right two hours a night for the past year. Like I am excited to see what eight hours a day look like and, yes. and fully folks and have real sleep. Yeah. Like yeah, that's the, that's the interesting part is like, I'll paint the picture for you guys. Yeah. I was lead designer. And so I would say I do two and a half on a good, on a bad day is like three hours of like to and from traffic to get to work. So if I worked an eight hour day, that was an 11 hour day committed to just work, right? To then, but what if you work a 10 hour day? Then you come home and it's like, oh, got a podcast or up, oh, got to work on this or up, oh, got to do a game meeting. Man, it, it, it'll it beat you down. Beats you so down. to think that we're going from like maybe the two hours a day, right? To now making that our eight hour a day job, but then we cut back Full all sleep. those extra hours that yeah. we were spending. It's I'm excited. If I can make this work, if Brandon and I can make this work, that would be awesome. We're gonna definitely keep making content because I would much rather have an eight hour a day job than a thirteen hour a day job. And that's no disrespect to the previous employer. I live down here, they work up there, you know. Right. That's just how it is. Yeah, and as a family man, you know, I've always been uh I was talking to the co-worker today, right? Again, this is a story that you guys have heard many, many times. You know, up to 11, 12 years that we've been in the industry, I've moved five, six times. Like, legit move, not just across the street. Like, from Southern California to Northern California. Northern California to the peninsula or whatever, right? Legit move, get new friends type of thing. And it gets tiring, man. So I'm at a point in my career where it's the exact issue that I was bringing up before. I'm, I'm pretty far in as a veteran. There's only fewer choices, uh, fewer choices for me, uh, unless I want to, you know, just be a senior environment artist or whatever, which is fine, respectable, right? A lot of people I know remain that way. Uh, but the, that just, it's not moving up or down. It's just like, there's no next thing that I look forward to um, besides staying as a lead, right? But um, the passion that I have for what's left in the game industry has always been the same before I even entered. It was to express myself and contribute to an IP that would not exist if I wasn't a part of it. And so we're doing that now. Right. We're not ready to announce it, but this is part of the bluechamps.com, right? It's going <laughs> to pop up in that banner 
list of banners that we're doing and it's going to be a place where you can a portal for you to kind of check it out um so if you're updated with our mailing list and everything you're going to see it pop up one friday uh and so larry and i have always have uh have always had grand plans for the podcast along with games go online along with games unchained and the game itself but you know we're slower to execute that because you know again two or three hours a day so we got to pick priorities and of course the podcast make sure this gets out to you guys every tuesday make sure there's a blog up to kind of associate with that making sure that we you know keep our sponsors happy uh getting guests you know game school online making sure those students are happy making sure that students are meeting with scholars making sure like you know we're getting quality people making courses for free for everybody uh, there's so much that we can do yeah. uh, now that Larry is full time and, you know, I'm looking for the next three months to kind of uh, prepare the nest for myself and, uh, you know, take advantage of both of us doing this at the same time, which is the big thing. And so what yeah. does that mean? So one of the most exciting things is like, let's talk about the podcast, right? We, we, for you guys who are listening who might not know, we actually have video versions of these that are pretty low fi that we dare not show to anybody but our like Patreon supporters because yeah. they understand. Uh, but it is a whole different element uh, just being able to interact uh, through video form, but uh, even better in person. So I'm talking about Larry and I having like a stage. Just a little setup, two chairs with our mics. And sometimes if our guests can join us live, that's that's a huge plus. If not, there'll be a monitor behind us. But, you know, the jokes and everything, the timing, the rhythm is going to be a lot different if I'm right next to them, right? So uh, that's one of our first things that we would like to achieve uh, when he and I are in the same area ready to record. And again, that bleeds into everything else we're doing gso games unchained everything game itself that we're working on uh so there's a lot of stuff that we want to do with that format and really take over youtube uh one step at a time yeah so what i'm excited about is definitely having my man brandon back so we can do better podcasts but better video footage but even more different than the podcast are the different segments, right? Like recap was fun. We would do like at the end of the week, what was the big news of the week? We kind of touched on that a little bit with the round table, but imagine us being able to release a drop as soon as something happened within the hour or two, there is a response video from us basically breaking down the key elements of that news, why it's important, why it's cool for the industry, why it's not. And more importantly, video footage of yourself when we go to these events and we're recording it and like, where would we distribute it? But on these channels that we're creating. So, I'm really excited to get into video. I feel like podcasts, not that it's it's a solid, strong medium, but I'm just seeing so much more potential for our growth in video as well. So I definitely want us to do both because, again, our goal, we want a small little studio in Orange County where we can develop video games and release them to the world and tell the world about it. Like we're trying to just basically carve out the life that we see for ourselves. And we want you to do the same for yourself, 100%. Yeah. So a lot of this... I'm excited about not just for us, but for you guys, <laughs> because we're going to be the the hamsters. We're going to be the 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 lab rats 
because we're going to do, you know, of course, Dev Diaries. We're going to talk about what it's like to finally take the leap together and do behind the scenes stuff. It's like shit. You know, I didn't realize I got to make sure that we're three months ahead on payments on everything so that we feel safe. You know, this is how you should uh, think about building an audience growth if you were to jump. And, you know, we're going to give you guys a raw behind the scenes. So that's a whole different type of video series, you know, that would fall under Game Dev Unchained on our YouTube to show that, hey, Dev Diaries 3, this is us working on the game. This is us working on video stuff. There's a lot of natural progressions that we can get out of this where besides us um of course asking experts out there that have been doing this for years but showing you know the uh approach and putting it to practice with us uh the guys that you guys have been listening to for a while and hopefully coming out of it as a one of the success stories which uh I feel pretty confident, not in a cocky way, but I think we've done the research that every indie developers have told us uh, and passed on to us every time we do an interview, which is, hey, before you quit full time, spend uh, your time, extra time when you come home from work to to do the side hustle, see what works, see what doesn't work, see if you can find an audience, see if you can grow the audience, right? See if you can uh, find a niche thing and gain traction. So the research and everything that we do has taken hold. So um, yes, we can, you know, spend extra time tweeting. We can (laughs) spend extra time, uh, do Facebook production. We can do extra time experimenting. But there is a point where we are at the crossroad where you just have to make this jump to fan the flames. And so that's why I feel more confident than ever that to me, at least, right, Larry already has done this to me with my family on my back to make that leap because because now it just really requires more time. Everything that we're doing is just requires more time, not just like, does it work or not? Or uh, maybe it won't work or like, uh, what if I, nothing happened? It, it's literally me and Larry just sitting there and actually dedicating time that we dedicated to uh, employers before to ourselves, right? So there's no way around it now. We're at that point to, uh, to walk that walk, right? Mm-hmm. So it's super exciting, super scary. A lot of it's just me really monitoring Larry. It's like, yeah, how's it over there? <laughs> it, still has all his hair. He's not scratching. No I mean, you definitely substance abuse. You talk about like a new skin, but you definitely look a lot healthier, bro. Like I can see the difference. Just having that sleep back in eight hours and still have eight hours into like what you want to do. That's huge. That's a huge yeah. upgrade. So even if I look at this experience and I'm going to make it last as long as possible, like I know those few months just being there with my family, hanging out with Larry, making these content, you know, even if I have to go back to the workforce or take some freelance job to keep it going. I know that wherever we leave our ventures, it's going to be five times as before uh, where before would have taken, you know, a lot longer to get there. Mm-hmm. Is my type of thinking going in? Uh, 
it could be the optimistic way, but I think it's it's the way you should think about these things uh, as being excited to do it. Right. And again, um, podcast form is the same. We're still figuring this stuff out, right? We talked to a lot of people the last three years, but uh, everyone seems to kind of do things differently. You know, when we first talked to uh, <laughs> Rebecca or uh, like other people, you know, about you know, what exactly can we ask if we do go the investor route, right? We're not even sure about that, but, yeah. you know, it is a route. Um, how much is too much, right? So we got to toy around with that idea. And so we got to talk to more and more people to kind of like break it down, like especially ex AAA developers that went indie, like, hey, you don't have to tell us the number, but <laughs> how much of a percentage cut did you have to take to make it work? It's all like 30%, 20%. So as we're going through that journey, we're going to have a lot of those guys on to make sure that we uh, stay on track. Yeah, it might be interesting to even chronicle the jump ourselves and uh, share that information. Like we're asking our guests to do for us, we can do it for our listeners. So I don't know, that might be like, hey, we made another book. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the jump to indie featuring Brandon and Larry. There you go. Seriously. Yeah. Why it takes a leap of faith. is We're going to document as much as possible of, of this process. And uh, we're going to filter that through uh, our channels, Patreon, probably first. If it's crap, we don't want to put it out there. But And then publicly edit it down to make it watchable for a lot of mm-hmm. people. Um, we're curious ourselves, you know, to kind of be able to watch back and see, oh, remember when type of mentality. It would be great if five years in now everything works out. It's like, oh, man, look at us. Look at these kids. Yeah. But uh, I think it's an important tool. What the last year has shown me is that more than years before, I, th- I feel AAA developers are uh, more open to acknowledge the troubles that we have, right? Because if you remember when we quit Sledge to finally uh, go work over at Section and start the podcast and all that stuff, it was very taboo to talk. Mm-hmm. There was so much fear. Oh, yeah. Just whispering the company that should not be whispered, oh. Activision. Uh, <laughs> would, like, for me, I, I still felt that, like, uh, I would be barred for life um, <laughs> if I ever thought of returning, that, that it was over uh, once we published episode one. I'll say this, and to the credit of everybody that I know that works at Sledgehammer, to my to my current knowledge, I haven't noticed much of a shift in any of the relationships yeah. um, from there because I didn't really have any sort of problems with people, you know, that I worked with or anything like that. I definitely know that, like, at the time that we left, going against the grain probably wasn't a smart thing to do for your career. Um, Things have changed at the studio since then, obviously. You know, like Aaron Halon has taken over at Sledgehammer. Mike and Conjure are out. Um, a whole bunch of other shifts. Mike started a studio, and it seems like Sledgehammer people have actually gone to the studio. A Not to get into all of that, but yeah. obviously things have changed. Oh, excuse me. Things have changed over there. So if for the better, like super awesome, because all my same friends that still work there, you know, still work there. So I want them to, you know, be doing well. But yeah. At the time, going against the grain was probably not the smartest thing to do. But Dude, I want you to my reflect happiness on comes that first, too. man. I want you to reflect on that. Three years ago, we were working together for someone else. Yeah. And now you're officially working for yourself, dude. 
And I, I have to say, that's insane. It's not, I wasn't fired. I wasn't laid off. I actually just went into my boss's office and just had a heart to heart, told him about wanting to start a company and then saw an opportunity where it was like, he actually helped me orchestrate. They're like, okay, Larry, here's how you can do it. This will work. You can keep this and keep that and do this. And I was like, man, I never would have expected this. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So definitely shout out to Paul. Um, but yeah, the thing that I can say is, at Sledgehammer at that time, I knew that I wanted to work for myself at some point. I knew I wanted my own studio. That's why it was so important to me to learn and grow as much and as fast as possible, you know, uh, to make good connections, to always try to keep my side of the street clean, as Jenny says, and, you know, just leave a place better than you came there, right? Like people there should know that you were there and be like, dang, it sucks that guy's leaving mm-hmm. and always try to leave impact on the work that you do. And I want that to carry me as far forward as possible because one day I'm going to put a folder in front of a dude or a girl who has like millions to invest in a small startup called Blue Champs or whatever, whatever we're seeking the funding for at the time. But if, you know, like if my resume clout and work and work ethic can allow us to unlock this last piece of the dream, which is to have our own studio, it would have all been worth it, man. That's that's the way I look at it. I look at it. The same way as you're looking at. I mean, this past year has definitely helped kind of confirm my decision to pull the, do it soon, yeah. right? Uh, Activision layoffs, Telltale layoffs. It's like, all right. I mean, it's so hard to find a company that kind of matches your criteria, your minimum criteria. It's like, is it where I want to live with my family? You know, is it around a good place? Can I get a decent house? Can I get a decent apartment? Am I surrounded by friends or do I have to meet new friends? Is it a salary I want? Is it the position I like? Is it the game I like? Is it with people I like? Is it too political? Is it chill? Is it ambitious? Easygoing? Or not? You know, these are all different check boxes that uh, I look at, right? Before it used to be the best game, best studio. Check, mm-hmm. check. Everything else, I don't care. Oh shit, it's political. Uh, put that checkbox back up. <laughs> oh shit, it's all the way uh, 500 miles from uh, away from my family that I want to be where uh, I want to raise my kids. All right, put that checkbox back up. It's it harder and harder to find a place that culminates all this stuff. Plus, you're more senior than ever before. Now you got to find a position. Well, not everybody has like 10 leads at a studio, right? It's like one lead per studio for your discipline. All right. All right. That makes the list even smaller. And then even hearing all that, the Activision people like, hey, great job doing your work. Everyone's fired. So <laughs> it, it's a new paradigm shift for me, right? I always felt, hey, yes, there are shitty companies. There are good companies. If good companies are doing well, they'll continue to employ people. This year was the first year where I felt like, oh, shit, that's, that Ain't equation no is gone, too. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter if your company's yeah. doing more. And that scared me a lot. It's like, all right. And there's only, I don't even think it's associated with age. It's just where you are in your career that you have uh, the necessary drive to actually go out and, and, and take the risk, right? To mm-hmm. go indie. Right, uh, because I do think there is a time that pass where you're like that option is not at all an option to me. I my family's too deep into it. 
you know, mortgage, all this stuff. There's no way I can just quit, save enough and, and, and go at it, right? I'm definitely at the tell end, uh, close to that. I'm close to that line where if I don't do it now, I'll never do it and I'll regret it. And, um, you know, worst case scenario, nothing works out. I can still apply. I still have their same resume, right? Um, so when I think like that, it's not as scary. It's like, it's, this is your time, man. This, this is it. What else are you waiting for? Right. And if anything, yeah. if we do look at investor partners, et cetera, it, uh, puts more confidence in them to, uh, not have to <laughs> flip that GDC badge that you got from your, uh, company that you're working at, but Can't then wait. trying to represent all these side hustles that you're doing. It's like, dude, you're not serious. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even your name. It's like, but <laughs> I really am trying. That's very important. You just got to respect yourself, respect and trust what you've been doing and just go for it. Uh, and I think those are the types. It's a very hard step, but that's why there's uh, not so many successful indie, right? Because that's the step that people need to take. That very few competition. Um, not to say there's lesser competition. There's more competition than ever. But like uh, we're doing a lot of things outside of just putting our eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. So, right, the mentality that we are, are trying to infuse to all our listeners out there, even though we're going indie, even though we're making game. Oh, great! Another uh, best friends making a game in this like volatile industry. Good luck, guys. You're going to be one of what a thousand. Rebecca two weeks ago was saying <laughs> that uh, a good game sells like twenty thousand copies on Steam. Mm. It's like, oh, shit, let me do the math real quick. <laughs> but that's true, yeah. right? So that's why we're doing the podcast. That's why we're doing GSO. There's a lot of things, you know, the very first thing I told you guys at the very beginning of doing this, um, doing this game dev chain has always been do multiple jobs. Right? Mm-hmm. So teaching was one of those side stuff that I encourage every developer to do. It's a nice transition. It really enforces your knowledge. It it actually prepares you to be a lead if you're not a lead status yet at a studio. There's a lot of um, complementary benefits to being a teacher as well as being a game developer. But that's just the first of many. Then there's freelancers. We talked to a bunch of freelancers. So I don't. So if anything, you should increase that mentality when you do go into when you work for yourself to keep juggling with multiple things, so that if the game is a bust, hey man, you still got the podcast. You got still mm-hmm. got the school that is uh, proving to to bring in revenue streams, proving to find an audience. Right? You don't have to take that one shot and hit a home run. So, you know, f- figure out what went wrong and make another game. Yeah. So that's the type of thing that we have set up. And that's where I feel like, hey, we're ready to go. Yeah. At least our, for me, you know. Yeah. Because of the podcast and the school, our indie studio is like three years in the making. Is yeah. the way that I look at it. It's There's no overnight success about it. We are building up a network that we have learned a lot from and made great connections we have a platform to tell people about our products or like, hey, we made this game, Larry and Brandon, we did it. Go check it out. All that Quixel commercial stuff. Go see what we were working on, right? Like yeah, that's yeah. 
that I guess that's the one two punch for us is like we know it's going to be hard. We know it's going to be difficult. That's why we were coming at it from such a different way. It's not just we're going to spend a year making this game and then hope it sells. We've been working on the podcast and then working on tutorials and classes for the school. So then now we're also doing the game because the other two business are kind of autopilot, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not, you know, not fully hands off, but running smoothly, you know, so running smoothly. Yeah, exactly. And the game is our creative outlet. So um, yeah. I'm excited, man. I've never, even with doing this for three years, I haven't done eight hours of what dedicated to what we do. Mm-hmm. So I, too, don't know what that looks like. I've worked at home before, you know, uh, to get back into it would, you know, probably take some transition time, like as you mentioned, you know, with the kid outside the door screaming my name and saying, why is daddy behind the door and not hanging out with us? To Akio, my wife, like, hey, you said 12 o'clock lunchtime. It's 12 Mm o'clock. Break time. I was like, well, goodness. (laughs) You know, there's going to be, I imagine, a lot of that to kind of define the time that I need to dedicate at work, define the time that the kids define, but also be relaxed about it. It's like, you know, take advantage of the fact that I'm working from home, Mm -hmm. that I have this ability to kind of call my own shot on what time and when to do things. Uh, Like, I, I... I see like that period that I'm looking forward to document for you guys on the family side of things. So Larry's going to get the ball rolling to what it looks like to be that guy with a girlfriend <laughs> and uh, behind the scenes. Like, what is that transitional like today? You know, I, I wanted to do one thing, but I'm still finding my rhythm. I don't know whatever it is. I don't know what that perspective looks like. But those are the type of things that we're going to amp up in the next coming months to prepare for this type of new life with both of us going on this, but also to pump up the content for GDU fans out there outside of just listening weekly. But, you know, it would be like a documentary of how we're going to do this in practice, not just hearing people in our interviews, but I think there's a lot of practical use to see firsthand and hopefully relatable of what it's like, the type of thoughts that run through our mind, um, type of security that we feel, health benefits, all that shit. <laughs> We're going to make sure that uh, we put it out there so that make it even easier for you guys to to think about it, right? Because that's something I feel is largely missing. Uh, the same way that three years ago, game dev podcasts were non-existent, but now every week there's a game dev something <laughs> podcast, which we ain't hating. We love the love. Right, but let's be honest. We came up with game dev first. <laughs> it's like it's no coincidence here. Uh, so we want to start that same type of trend with documenting indie life, not just regular ass dev diaries where you like just watch me make a game for like eight hours. We're gonna make a special blue champs. Yeah, it's got branded like content. It's gotta feel like documentary, yeah. like useful, hard hitting facts of like. Bro, this is how you can save on groceries and shit where you don't, you know. Us living in California should give you the worst case scenario for indie life. It's like, this is where you do not want to live. You can make it here. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. So we got got the exaggerated version covered. 
Yeah, we, we've put the South Park difficulty slider all the way to brown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we're very excited. You know, the next coming months after we do go full time will be, uh, honestly, it might be a week after you hear this podcast that you're going to see our game website up. Not much is going to be shown, but enough to kind of pique your curiosity. There's going to be a lot of stuff happening in the next two months. Um, and uh, it's all thanks to you guys, to be honest. The first venture that we went off and did was recording that sorry-ass first episode that is unlistenable <laughs> from my end, dude. Uh, I have, uh, it's been years since I listened to that one. You guys, if you haven't, it's a treat. So go, <laughs> go and listen to it. Come. Go listen but that's to where it started. That was literally us coming home from work and be like, you know what? Let's just try this. And that uh, develop into us forming Games Go Online. And that obviously develop into like Games Unchained. And that obviously develop into like getting a team together to finally make that game that we always wanted to make. So it all started with you guys listening from day one. Yeah, and we're so thankful for it. And we hope again to see you at the GDC party. We want to meet you in person, guys. Yeah, food is free this time. <laughs> so food is please. free. Drinks are on us. Yeah. I know you go straight to that link. Uh, again, you can go on eventbrite.com. Just type in uh, mix with Quixel. Right, that's the name of the party, right? And uh, you try to buy a ticket and sold out. You're just gonna have to uh, follow us on our social media first, but definitely uh, sign up to our mail- mailing list because that's the the that's our way of communicating to kids. This is how you're gonna get in, even though those tickets are sold out, right? So the details will be worked out by then, probably right after this episode drops within the day. Or the next day, there will be an email sent out to say, hey, this is your last chance to get in. Um, but line up anyways, guys. Uh, we're going to do our best to get everybody in to, to mingle. Yeah. Jesus. And Lord have mercy. This is our first big thing. So let's just be real. And I'm just going to put this out there now. We're not professional event planners. I'm not saying the event's going to be bad. But, you know... <laughs> If you have constructive feedback, just let <laughs> yeah, me know yeah, yeah. personally. <laughs> hey, it's going to be lit, dude. It's going to be yeah, lit. Gonna There's going to be, be booze. Yeah. And it's a nice place. It's a nice place. Yeah, it's, Good job look, on that. We worked really hard to find this venue, to find this location, to prepare the menu, to get basically the people who are going to be staffing there. And Quixel spare no expense to make sure that you guys are going to have a great time. So that part of it I can sell. But what I am saying is that like... We didn't expect that list to fill up in one day, right? So, like, we're already knowing that there's probably going to be people who want to go who might maybe told to, like, hey, I'm sorry, we're kind of at capacity, but we have this line outside. That doesn't mean we don't love you or we don't want you to be there. There's just fire code rules. And obviously, you know, we don't want people be shoulder to shoulder doing nothing. So, again, if we have to grow next year, we're definitely going to grow next year. You saw how far we've come in one year, so yes oh uh, yeah yeah next year it's gonna be super scion if we go full-time <laughs> and again if you want to support the podcast in any way by listening every week you're doing more than enough but if you want to do more more enough <laughs> more than enough 
we're gonna directly be relying on patreon <laughs> our, our as our as our life source it's seriously like game time so if there was ever a time to go and want to keep us going and like deliver all this content that we're promising you guys that we want to do and dedicate time to go to patreon.com forward slash game dev unchained check out the tiers we're talking about behind the scenes video footage early access all the stuff that we could throw digitally at you guys to make it worth it to give us money and support it <laughs> and For support real. it we're going to be internally thankful right we'll put realistic goals to kind of amp it up but uh this is something that larry and i are going to directly going to be working off of to maintain this unchained life from the corporate uh cubicle so this is for real for real so if you like what we're doing you want to see more of it you haven't seen us at our in our best form seriously right this is us like squeezing in an hour every (laughs) night to talk to you guys and share the secrets of the industry to make you come make you better so eight hours dedicated you know every day there's Always so much that we want to do that you have not seen yet. That it's going to serve everybody in every way. We're not, we're not, we're not blowing smoke. We really have big plans, and so to look at those type of plans, go to our Patreon, check out the tiers, and it's going to evolve, right? It's going to evolve more and more. So any constructive feedback on that as well will be greatly appreciated. Yeah. Well, I'm Larry Charles. I want to thank you all for helping me achieve this life. And with that said, I'm saying good night. Thank you guys for listening. See you guys next week over the interwebs, but also at the GDC party. See you guys at GDC. Follow us on our Facebook, Twitter. We're going to do fun little things where if we randomly want to show up at a spot, we'll tweet it out and maybe you can meet us there type of thing. We'll have fun with it next week. We're going to be there all week with our cameras and mics. So. All right, guys. All right. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to stay in touch or continue to follow our developments, then you need to go to facebook.com forward slash game dev unchained and drop a like and stay in touch. You can also get the direct feed for this podcast on soundcloud.com forward slash game dev unchained.